everybody and welcome to the happy corner podcast episode 315 uh and of course it's kb and amy and today we have an amazing guest here with us we're so excited to have professor professor buds aka mickey Hello, hello. Hey, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well, doing well. Happy to be here excited, in the happy place. Excited to have you. Yes. <laughs> you butt tender, you. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Take a day off of bud tending just to kind of hang out and talk, have a couple of drinks instead of taking dabs. Yeah. Which is what I normally do on my lives, so. Oh, that's nice. Yes. That sounds good. Wait, so wait, so you work at a dispensary? I do, yes. I work at a dispensary in Chicago, uh, here in Illinois. I've been working there for a little bit over a year now. Um, but yeah, it's pretty amazing. Get to help out patients every single day. Get to deal with different medicines and different variations from mm-hmm. all the cultivators across the state. And I'm lucky enough to be also um, able to test products and do reviews for companies here, too. Oh, that's really dumb. Yeah. Yeah, you've been doing a lot of good work because you've been nominated, what, four different times? Yes. Uh, so there's a Bud Tender Awards first time um, in the country now that we have a majority of states in the country uh, with medical programs. At least they've started a Bud Tender Awards and uh, was nominated in four different categories. And that will be in October. Um, they'll be announcing the top five in the categories and then the like live show will be on October 12th actually in Vegas and I will be there. Damn. So dope. Book the flight, book the hotel, I will be there for the award show. So That's it'll be a awesome. fun time. Yeah. And uh people can still vote, right? Yeah, so right now there's nominations that you can put up which count as votes, mm-hmm. um but they will break it down to the top 5 because right now it's just all of the nominations mm-hmm. um in each category. Um, they are going to choose the top five in the next week and announce uh, the voting to start then until September. Okay. Yes. Cool. Well, we'll we'll definitely post that information up on the Happy Corner Facebook page and uh, all that good shit. That would be appreciated. I would. Uh, I'm trying to definitely win. Obviously, Mastermind Award is the one I'm after, just because that's kind of what I pride myself in is kind of knowing a little wow. bit about everything. Yeah. Um, I'd never ever claim to know everything because cannabis is evolving, evolving every single day. And not only that, there's just not that much science. A lot of a lot of it's anecdotal. So gotcha. It's, it's uh. You know, we kind of go off stories from other patients, but every person's different. Every person's biology is different. Every person reacts to cannabis differently. So mm-hmm. um, every day is interesting, that's for sure. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah. It's fun. It's definitely it what fun. I've wanted I to li- do. I do. I like uh, being able to go to you with all my, like, random ass, in general, weed questions. It's always interesting. Like, I don't know. I get... I get strange, stranger questions every single day, I think. Um, I mean, especially because you have to think now, you know, 10 years ago, everyone was just smoking weed and, you know, we had hash coins and keef coins and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And now we have, you know, lotion bars and candy bars and, um, you know, even crazy things like nasal spray or suppositories, which Damn. is like, you know, there's so <laughs> many different ways to ingest cannabis and um, you know, just actually recently found out about the Pachodi method, what which is, is that? T- ingesting cannabis through your belly button. 
What? Yes. Why? So you can actually ingest cannabis through your belly button. Um, people with Crohn's or like IBS oh, or something like that. That's um, so smart. It's actually a more direct way, especially for women. It's actually even better if you've had a child. Um, your umbilical cord is directly connected to your pachyote, uh gland in your stomach. So after you have a child, it's just more um, absorbent of the cannabis too. Um, but yeah, and not only that, but there's specific strains for those diseases. So there's been breeders out there that have made cannabis strains specific for Crohn's and IBS. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Already? Fuck. <laughs> Let's just get into that. Someone said a word. I'm going to assume it's Mickey. Yeah, me too. Uh, there was actually two words said. Two words. Okay. Probably both me. <laughs> no, just one was Mickey. The other one was Amy. What is it? Uh, Amy's word was weed, and Mickey's word was bud. <laughs> I gave you that word. I mean, I feel like that's like my name, though. Buds is kind of like, whatever. What are you guys drinking? <laughs> that was still not good. Um, I did, uh, I'm, I'm doing real big pussy shots today because I got shit to do after this. But, uh, so I did a little bit of Malort and some Squirt. I feel like Squirt is the happy corner drink of choice. And I think so, too. And I refused Malort because I know what it tastes like and Oof. decided not to do that to myself. And I went with tequila mm-hmm. because happy place and that's my happy drink. So All right. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Good. Just do it. What a- Amy's other word was squirt. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Let's get them out of the way. <laughs> KB, Just take a shot squirt? of squirt. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Well, All Amy's right. done. Amy's done. Yeah, that was, <laughs> Perfect. That was pretty quick. Perfect. I mean, yeah. So, yes, we are very happy uh, that Mickey is here. And uh, you can go ahead and I'll roll the die for the the first segment. All right. Mm-hmm. Six. Six. Oh, okay. So, normally, oh. we kind of already did this, but normally we do blah, blah about the haha, which is we talk comedy talk. And we know, I know you through comedy. Yeah. Like, that is how I know you, because you were, uh... Yes. Are you I'm, still doing that? Yeah, I, I mean, I work at, I work there one day, two days a month. I oh, just okay. literally don't have the time. I'm doing events on the weekends. Yeah, and, you got a lot going on. Uh, yeah. Got a lot of things kind of cooking, especially coming with legalization coming up, so... Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean... I love serving there. I love meeting all the comedians. I mean, I worked a stand-up room for four and a half years, I think, and I did it every single weekend for the first four years that I was there. It's only been like the last half year I kind of stepped up, stepped away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been an awesome time. I obviously enjoyed meeting both of you, but yeah, I mean, we can talk comedy. I know some comedians. <laughs> you don't do, you, do you do you do well? Let's ask. I do might you, I might you, be more honest about comedians. Okay, you're right. You're right. Because I'm not really uh, worried about hurting their feelings. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not either. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think either of you would be, but you know what I mean. So. No, yeah. Okay, KB, yeah. go ahead, ask him. No, I was just gonna say, like, uh, like who are some who are some of the comedians you like to watch? Like, do you chill out? and watch a netflix special or any of that type of shit so i actually watch stand-up comedy all the time at home and netflix is obviously one i think nick mulaney is like one of my favorites you know as of recent and he's Mm -hmm. actually a chicago native Mm -hmm. um so from the area too um but he's just i don't know he's kind of like more my style of comedian 
Um, who else have I watched recently? Like, I don't really watch um, Kevin Hart. I mean, I don't feel like he writes his stuff anymore. I don't feel like he's that great. And, I mean, he's just playing to monstrous crowds, which is awesome. Yeah. I truly appreciate the hustle. Yeah. But funny-wise, I don't really think so. Dave Chappelle, same thing. Like, yeah. his special, I didn't think, was half as good as even his Def, like, Def Jam comedy from way back when. So, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like more like for money now these days. So Yeah. I think some of them are like, dude, <laughs> I was broke for so long. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that they're like, I'm about to get all of these checks. Well, I mean, because eventually it's like, all right, that's over. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? You it have is, to look at it like sports almost. Yeah. Like you have a certain, you have like a certain 15 minutes of, you know, you have to get it. Like, look at Dane Cook. Yeah. He had all this fame, all this fortune, and like that gone. Gone. Just because, I mean, his brother screwed him over, obviously, but yeah. I mean, he just ran out of stories. He had good stories for three or four, you know, specials and that was pretty much it now he can't really do much because once you become that famous and out in the open it's hard to create those funny moments like that naturally come out because yeah. people are just well he's touring now well i mean who is dan cook oh, yeah. really yeah yeah he's yeah. got like some fresh young girlfriend and he looks like a bag of fucking <laughs> meat sticks he's, yeah, he's <laughs> he looks fucking terrible i mean he's got some good stories but no he's I, I, you know what i sympathize i feel bad for the man like a bunch of shit happened to him like didn't his brother like take all his money yeah and his shit brother robbed his... him basically yeah that's like, like what happened to him he had like a like a breakdown after that happened because he was almost he was also on like a he was like a vine star too for a little while like in the interim when he was in his famous spot and well i think his mom died too yeah, it was something crazy. A bunch of like bad shit yeah. happened to him like all at once. Yeah, I'm looking at this cat who is stuck right now. He can't. His his claws are stuck in two different places. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Garfield, like the Garfields hanging on your back window <laughs> that are like, hanging there. Oh, you got one off. No. He'll get it. He'll get it. He's so fat. He's so fat. Oh. oh are you doing all right so anyways yeah i mean but also i mean we have to obviously i watched today uh robin williams special because it is actually the anniversary anniversary of his passing so Mm -hmm. i watched one of his specials i mean he's always hilarious and his energy is great but um i don't know i'm more of i like storytelling i'm not really into punchline jokes i guess gotcha just because i don't know that's it's like the stoner circle, like when I'm in a circle with a bunch of friends, you're just all telling stories. Like, that's kind of how I like to chill yeah, and relax. Yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, like a, a Jack Baker, he just does all stories. No I love Jack Baker. He's like, yeah. And <laughs> when I first started, he was obviously the, like, he was leading the stand-up at the Comedy Shrine. Mm-hmm. So, like, I got to see his sets all the time, and... Like his milk stuff just always gets me. He's yeah. I yeah. love his milk jokes. He's got, I he's got just great milk bits. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's a great storyteller. He's a um fantastic host. Yes. Yeah. I agree. He's so good at hosting. Even when it's like he's he's hosted at uh, our open mic on nights that there's like four people there and he still kills it. Yeah. Like, I mean like, he just he, always has a good time. He doesn't care about it. Yeah. It's just, he's yeah. just he's completely comfortable on stage yeah. as a host. Like crowd work is pretty simple for him yeah yeah yeah, but yeah. that's your blah blah about the ha 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 yeah 
a little bit. I like that. I like that you threw in some local, some local people too. Yeah. Shout out Jack Baker. Yeah. We work with uh, Jack Baker on Shots and Giggles. He's one of um, the producers on that show, and okay. he's been he's been kicking ass. So yeah. shout out Jack. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I haven't seen him very very much, but he's gonna set up a website for me. So I've just been like recently talking to him again. Nice. And like yeah, working together. I like to give friends work, so same. Absolutely, yeah. same. Roll that die again. All right. Eight. Aww. Time of my life. And then the time of my life. And I owe it to you. Doom, 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 doom. I'm sorry. Uh, pick Mickey up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I was just talking about like that movie two days ago with my girlfriend. That's so funny. But um, so like yeah, this segment is just about like a great experience that you had or great memory, so, great vacation, anything like that. So I mean I think that it, it that's like a it's a really hard question because I think you're like my life though has a lot of lows also has extreme highs uh being bipolar I kind of look at it in that way cuz yeah. I'm like I'm either in this extreme up or the extreme down so like when the good things happen they're like really super awesome um but I think like the first day that I walked into the first cultivation center here in Illinois Mm-hmm. Uh, which was actually, um, I walked into Wellness Group Farms, which is a smaller facility, and they do like they're actually a aeroponic grower, so they grow cannabis with no soil whatsoever. Oh wow! Wow! So like the roots are legitimately hanging in clay pellets and are just hanging off beds, and they mist the plants, and there's basically no waste. So it's zero percent waste in their whole entire facility. And they can basically operate that way 100% of the time. The only thing that they use is energy and water. So um, not having waste, they're not throwing anything away, no plastic, nothing like that. And not only that, but they package all the way through. But I think, like, the first time I walked into a facility like that in my home state was extremely life-changing. Just because I was working at the bank still um, Mm -hmm. full-time, and I was just part-time in cannabis, but, like, after I walked through there, it was kind of the the nail in the coffin where mm-hmm. I, I went back to work at the bank and it just didn't seem like I was supposed to be there anymore. Yeah. So it was just definitely, it was definitely a life-changing moment because walking away from the bank was walking away from a lot. Money and freedom and comfortability and not having to worry from, you know, paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it was a difficult decision in that aspect, and I lost a lot because of it, and it definitely was probably the best moment of my life because I haven't gone back. I mean, I've been six years working in the industry here in Illinois and 15 years studying cannabis. It's where I'm supposed to be. It is exactly where you're supposed to be. It's definitely the best time of my life. The moment that changed like cemented everything and put me in the path that I actually want to be in. So you can le- legitimate say, legitimately say that you love what you do. I do. I haven't worked in six and a half years, and it's been amazing. I mean, I even I stepped away from the dispensary that I first was working for here in Illinois and took a year and a half off and just did freelance work for a year and legitimately just worked on community work, helping patients on my own, 
not having to answer to any corporate or anything like that um it was nice um but yeah i legitimately love what i do and i mean i have i have a yoda buddha tattooed on my arm because that's kind of what i eventually want to be is i want to like live in the mountains and people just come and share knowledge and enjoy time and company and move on like i'm i don't want money i don't want things like i just want to share what i know and what that's i enjoy deep. yeah it's good it's it's fun that's for sure and, and every day is different so yeah i'm for the whole like buddha thing you get the perfect like like hair for it yeah, I'm trying to go for it, definitely. You know, long hair, long beard. Yeah. Be a mountain man kind of person. Yeah, but, I, I yeah. dig it. I like it. That's really, um, I like hearing about, uh, because even though, like, weed is becoming, marijuana is becoming, like, legalized and decriminalized and all those type of things, there's still a stigma to it. Yeah. I mean, there's a serious stigma to it, and what's interesting is that the people that own all of these companies that are coming out right now are people that brought the stigma to cannabis. They're very usually rich people um, that don't really understand what cannabis community means. So it's very interesting to see the people that were disenfranchised by the war on drugs mm-hmm. not being allowed in the industry. The people that actually built it can't be in it yeah and that's the hard part i mean with legalization though seven hundred and seventy thousand people the day that legalization happens will have crime all of their records basically cleaned yeah which is beautiful and awesome and amazing but you know that's only one state in a country where we have literally people who molest children back on the streets faster than somebody who sold a bag of weed to somebody yeah in 1974 like that's the issue here i mean we we have i mean i look at our privatized jails as labor camps all we that's what it is we have people there for no reason to serve a purpose yeah make something very cheaply yeah for somebody that doesn't even need it cheaply made yeah yeah so it's hard to it's hard to watch because i I was lucky I got arrested and got arrested for something I was going to go to jail for for a very long time, but luckily did not and didn't have a felony so I can work in the industry, but there are people that are less fortunate than I was to be yeah. lucky so that it's unfair and I know people that are way more knowledgeable than me that aren't even allowed in the industry that's crazy to me of all the industries that you're gonna be like, oh, you can't yeah this is the one well and not only that it's like we've you get drug tested at the regular at the regular places but you if you are using drugs you can't work with the drugs like it it doesn't make any sense you have people that were growing it for 10 15 20 you know years or even generations Mm -hmm. out in california not allowed in this industry because they got felonies working on you know working on farms with their parents yeah so it's i don't know it's it's hard to watch in that sense, but, and the stigma is crazy because I can, I can walk through the city of Chicago with a joint in my mouth, but I can't walk through the city of Naperville with a joint in my mouth. Yeah. It's, it's just a different place. I don't know. Different pa- place, different group of people, different type of people. It boggles my mind, like the, the, even the jobs that I've had yeah. through the years, what jobs I've been drug tested for and what jobs I haven't. Yeah. I could take care of old people and mm-hmm. not be drug tested. 
I I taught kids and I and I yeah, wasn't drug tested. Because well, and when they told me when I was getting a job as a caregiver, they're like, well, "We we don't drug test because we don't give a shit what you do outside of work." Yeah. Because people cope with things in different ways. And yeah. we're not going to take that away from you because this is a hard job. Yeah. yeah. So I would assume it's kind of the same with teaching. Like this is a hard fucking job. We're yeah. not going to even bother. Yeah, and 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 I feel like they a lot more places need to have that kind of mentality and power. Oh, absolutely. Because I feel like you know, like there are some places that they put that on their like job description purely for the sake of it's an easy way to weed people out if they say are you gonna but why what what if you're missing out on somebody really talented because they're like damn i smoke weed so yeah but what's interesting about that is like even the state of illinois said that if you are a state employee you cannot be fired for testing positive for thc if you're a patient in this state good so our own state is saying that, but we still have companies not allowing people to work because they test positive for mm, cannabis. You're right. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. No. I mean, even the local government is changing, but national companies still aren't figuring it out. And that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. No, it doesn't. That blunt. So what, so what does that so this is a hemp wrap, actually. So it's a 100% tobacco-free wrap from Costa Rica, actually. Um, brought back from a vacation. Just have it. Uh, happened to have it for this. Um, inside is just a salad of three different things. Cantaloupe Kush, uh, Local Berries 59, and Pillow Factory. Pillow Factory. Pillow Factory. Are the three, three strains so in here. so fluffy. So... Um, if you go to my Instagram page, I just reviewed Pillow Factory, actually. Um, do reviews on my website all the time. So, like, uh, yeah, I did an uplifting, I did a hybrid, and then I did, like, an indica all-in-one. Just so it was, like, a true, nice hybrid blunt for us. Nice. Yeah. Don't miss. Well, do we get a light? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Mickey said his second word. What was my second word? The word was free. Aww. And you said freedom and freelance, which I'm. I, I got to take it. Nice. Way to keep track to me. <laughs> nice. Well, now you're done. Ugh. Yeah. Less tequila, more squirt, probably. Uh, it's. I mean, it's good actually. I'm telling you, squirt is like universal. Yeah. Squirt's got to be the best soda on the planet. That's actually a question I have for you: soda or pot? Uh, I say I say pop, but like I was married to a Texan who would make fun of me, even though is I was it, like, "You're in my territory." Is soda a Southern thing? Um, well, it's a lot of places thing. Okay. Because I think some Southern states are like Coke. Everything's yeah, Coke. That's well, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In the, but yeah, and like from for where he's from, yeah. it was definitely soda. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I always I've always said I, soda. I, I go back and forth. I'll say soda, and sometimes I say pop. But I don't really drink either, so. I mean, I try not to drink very much. Yeah. But yeah. I get it. This is tasty. Yeah, it's enjoyable. I just wanted something nice and smooth for yeah. us. Yeah. yeah, that's we appreciate it. This has been uh, really cool. All right. Uh, did you want to roll again? You can roll. You want me to roll for you? Yeah. Do I have to roll every time? I mean, One. no, there's no rule. <laughs> I rolled for him, and it's a one. 
And what is one? One is our new segment. You ain't got a lie to kick it. You ain't got a lie to kick it. All right, so I read this one, but you're going to have to explain it to me again. All right, so You Ain't Got a Lot of Kick It is based off uh, the Kendrick Lamar song. <laughs> um, but it's just basically about the biggest lies that you've ever heard, told, seen, experienced, witnessed. Yeah, whatever. Biggest lies I've ever... Bonus if it's like somebody you know and you call them out on their bullshit. Because I love stories like that. I'm not going to lie. <sighs> I mean, people lie in my industry every single fucking day, like, about how much knowledge they have or experience they have, but I feel like the greatest lie that I ever told was that I told my parents that I wasn't a stoner for a really, really long time, and people, I don't think my grandma knew that I smoked weed until I got a job in the industry, which is crazy to me, because I used to go to family parties blasted every single time i mean <laughs> yeah but when they always see you high yeah that's that's, that's the, just how they think you yeah look. if you if you're always high they'll never know when you're not you know what i mean so yeah that was like always a concept that i went with but i think the greatest lie hmm, that it, it's not one that you had to tell just one you heard maybe maybe one that i heard i mean come on you did work at the shrine there's gotta be <laughs> oh is that too much <laughs> i mean the greatest <laughs> that was my tea for the day <laughs> so you can't you can't do I'm that to me because i live with them so it's no a little i'm harder. just kidding but i'm not no, even I'm specifically kidding. talking no, about them no i'm I just saying them. i the thing is, is i'm i don't really lie so i'm actually brutally honest to probably a fault, to a fault. I'm kind yeah. of an asshole people would probably think but that's probably why we're cool with you to yeah. be honest yeah i mean i just i just we don't like bullshitters well yeah that's the thing is i i don't really fuck with people that are like that but i think the greatest lie that i was ever like ever told was that pills would be better oh oh yeah that is a... i think that that's got to be the greatest lie that i was ever told because i was on medication until i was 25 years old and i was 25 years old when i got off of them and i was basically like a child at that point because i hadn't felt emotion for 12 years or 13 years so it was absolutely it was absolutely nuts you have to think i was on 13 different medications all at the same time because Fuck. i would go in for a side effect they would just give me another one and it was just stacking and stacking and i think that that was the greatest lie i was ever told was that pills would do better than what cannabis can i've been on cannabis mm. for five years lost 60 pounds I haven't had one mental break in the six years that I've been off of my pills. I haven't had to go to the hospital. I haven't had any issues. My stomach is better. I'm healthier. I'm happier. So I don't know. It's I no. That's definitely the biggest lie I've ever been told for sure. I'm gonna keep it real. I I agree with your whole statement. We were talking about this in the car, like, uh, like when I got diagnosed with bipolar and shit, and they were. I went into like the mental health facility and they were like, your THC levels are really high. And I'm like, yeah. How do you think I've been managing? (laughs) Yeah, right. It's the only one that I've been managing for my life. It's so like, they were like, oh, you're going to have to do rehab and the therapy part because your THC levels are so high. And I'm like, so you had a dual diagnosis program, which is the same one I went through at uh, Linden Oaks. And so, uh, <laughs> and so I was like, I like, I don't want to, cause like the, th- those like the, <laughs> like they do group breakout sessions, dude. 
and like the ones for like mental health is completely different like they're a little bit more chill the ones for like drugs like when you're hearing girls like yeah i was selling my pussy for coke you're like what the fuck dude i was just smoking weed how did (laughs) yeah it's it makes no sense to me um but i think that's the greatest lie that we've been told for a long time i mean if you look back in history when cannabis was made illegal um you know the marijuana tax act which is not actually even spelled correctly because it was written by white men and they heard the word marijuana from mexicans and they thought the j was an h Mm -hmm. so the actual marijuana tax act isn't even spelled legally spelled correctly nice so the technically marijuana isn't even illegal because it's not spelled correctly in the law but um (laughs) that'll hold up yeah right i mean you could take it to court i guess you could try but i mean if you go back in history it was all a political thing i mean reefer madness yeah you know the initial tests for all of cannabis so the first test that showed cannabis caused lung cancer if you actually read the research and read what they were doing they were putting masks on monkeys and they oh, were the fucking and, brain cells and they were forcing a hundred joints down their throat in 10 minutes yep that's how much smoke so if you and then they're like it's killing and, brain yeah. cells we're like you're you're killing you, oxygen yeah. to their fucking heads yeah. you asshole like if you obviously if anyone doesn't breathe oxygen for 10 minutes they're going to have brain damage yeah, yeah. Like it just happens Those poor monkeys and so it's just crazy to me i mean it's all the whole pharmaceutical industry and insurance and all of that shit is a lie we don't forget we done fucked up with the weed rules we done left timmy out of this rotation and everything <laughs> oh timmy. timmy ready here you go no, just, no, like the, just like the rock no, and, timmy will t- come make an appearance just yeah, like the rock on, and timmy. roll okay just, uh yeah everyone's levels are good so yeah. don't talk any softer or louder than Let's you're currently talking <laughs> Regular volume. Regular volumes. Regular so you guys are right. <laughs> <laughs> Then, would it, all right. So since we're here, let's let's do this real quick, because I think we do need to address this since we do have our ganja guru right here. All right. Mm-hmm. Weed etiquette. Weed etiquette. Weed etiquette. Let's talk about weed etiquette. Let's talk about some weed etiquette, bro. Okay. So like circle weed etiquette. Yes. If you're in the circle. Yes. All right, so my rules for the circle are simple. If you're in the circle, you don't leave the circle until it's finished. I don't care if it's a five-gram blunt or if it's a half-gram joint. If you start and you hit it once, you're there until the end of it. If you leave my circle, you'll never be invited back. Damn. Ever. I'll never invite you back to my circle. Wow. Um, Other than that, no wet lips. Don't pinch. And just... If you're if you have the joint and or blunt in your hand, you're not the storyteller. It's not yes. the, it's not the talking stick. Yes. That's yeah. not what it is. It's don't, not a microphone. Don't park on the grass. If yeah. you if you hold on to it like I'm doing right now while I'm telling the story. <laughs> you're a real you dick. You are a real dick. But see <laughs> You brought it though. <laughs> that's the difference. Yeah, you that's the difference. It, that's the it. difference. Yeah. So but not only that, but I mean this is a three gram blunt. I think we have enough for everybody. But Nonetheless, I think that's really simple. And, and personally for me, if I roll the blunt this time, I would anticipate the next time you're either going to throw me like a couple bucks or you're going to roll the next one. I understand that I'm in the industry and people always think, oh, oh this, guy's got a, this guy's got a pound at home. He doesn't care. He can just smoke blunts all day. That's not true. 
I work for a cannabis company and then they pay me and then I turn around and I give it back to them to buy my weed. Right. That's not how it works. I don't get it for free. Um, At least not yet. You know, you have to be famous before you get free shit and I'm not famous yet. You're right. Need some sponsors, but yeah, right. I need some sponsors, and I'm Same. and I'm starting to get them for, you know, the bud tender awards. I'm actually getting sent out by my company, so they're actually gonna take care of it and do all that stuff. So it's gonna be that's pretty sweet. dope. I mean, but that's the thing is, I want to represent bud tenders in a the right way. Um, but other than that, let me see. Here's here's some weed kit for you. Okay, let me put you in a scenario. This okay. is the shit that I hate. Okay. Say we're we're smoking this, right? Yep. We're going back and forth, whatever. We're all having a good time. And then me, I bust out my hitter box. I pack up a hitter. I smoke that. And then I put that shit away and put it in my pocket. That's a dick move. You've had weed this whole time. You're not even going to offer me a hitter? All right, so... That's that's an interesting thing because for me, I'm actually very, um, I enjoy smoking with others, but I'm actually extremely sensitive to the what I ingest. So I know what I can use myself. Mm-hmm. So I will ask what's in that hitter box if you offer it to me. And I think that that can become like come off as rude. Like, oh, my weed's not good enough for you. Um, when in fact, you come off as a weed snob, like, I think that that probably happens maybe sometimes, but it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with like, if you you have, if you have Jack Herrera in your hitter box and I hit it, we're both going to have a conversation about how bad my anxiety is in about 35 seconds after I hit that hitter. So do I want to do that to you or myself? So like, I will ask and I might sound like a weed snob. I mean, in the same respect, I think it should be offered. Especially to yeah. the especially to the host of the blunt, the person in the circle that right. that brought the blunt or right. joint, I think it should be offered to them mm-hmm. in the circle. I don't think that you have to offer it to everybody. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you're all smoking a blunt. You can only technically get so high. Okay, everybody has an endocannabinoid system, and the reason why there's never been an overdose on THC is because it's not possible. So you have to ingest over double your body weight in cannabis flower smoking and you wouldn't die actually from the weed you would die from smoke inhalation first wow so you actually wouldn't be able to physically do it and then edible wise you can get super uncomfortable but what's amazing about our endocannabinoid system and every living creature has one just like we all produce dmt as well um but like the system has a tipping point so it can hold on to the THC for you. So when you over-ingest in an edible, the reason why people think that they're overdosing or they are very uncomfortable is because it feels like it's coming on in waves. Mm-hmm. And what's happening is actually their endocannabinoid system has realized that the THC levels have dropped in your blood and you can take more into your system, so they re-release it. That's why it feels that way, but you can never overdose because it will hold on to it for you. Our bodies were made to Oh, thank you, body. Weed. Our body, <laughs> our body was literally made to take. Good it, looking so. out. <laughs> our oh, bodies just nice. be looking out for yeah. us and everything. Like, yeah. So I mean, our nice. body was made for it. So that's what's interesting is that, um, you know, to make a plant illegal that our body is literally built for is interesting. Um, You're so knowledgeable. I mean, we'll think about mastermind. Well, think, for so think about the the history of our country when uh, we like first came here benjamin franklin made it like illegal not to grow hemp if you had more than 10 acres of land you had to grow an acre of hemp minimum for the country 
So all the extra biomass that they had from all the hemp, where do you think it was going? It was being fed to livestock. It was being fed to chickens and pigs and cows. And then it was in our milk, it was in our meat, it was in our egg, it was, it was in our cheese. So we were ingesting CBD on a regular basis. As soon as the Marijuana Tax Act came into effect, all of that went away. And nobody grew hemp anymore because it became too expensive to do it. So there was no more hemp on our farms. We, our cows, chickens, pigs started to get sick, so we had to give them medication and steroids in order to stay alive because they were getting sick because they weren't ingesting CBD themselves because hmm. their bodies are built for it. And then 10 years later, or 15 years later, 20 years later, look at where cancer came from. And look when cancer started to really be a big factor in this country was about 25 years after the Marijuana Tax Act went into effect and we no longer had that stream of CBD in our system. Oh, damn. In a constant basis. It was in everything we drank, everything we ate, everything that was from dairy, meat, poultry, all of that was, it had probably trace amounts of CBD because they were all ingesting the bio pro like the biomass product from the hemp farm that people were forced to grow by law in this country. Yeah. Because it does so much. I mean, our own... Way to go, Franklin. Right? You said that was... I mean, our Declaration yeah. of Independence yeah. is on hemp paper. Yeah. It's on hemp paper. It was made from hemp paper from his farm. From the founding father's yeah. farm. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of interesting that we required it to be grown here and then stigmatized it because hemp was non-psychoactive. It was CBD sufficient, but then the THC cannabis started to come into the country and that's when things started to be an issue because it made people think freely and free thinkers aren't followers so it's hard to run a country when you don't have followers sure true <laughs> the white house is like the inst like instagram they got all the followers <laughs> <laughs> they're the tom of instagram you have to be their friend as soon as you join right <laughs> your first you're automatic friend right you're, that's your first friend and they have all of the friends yeah but nobody has actually seen him or knows what he does for anybody but yeah it's funny dice time amy gets to roll this time nope Ooh. done it Seven. Broke hacks. Broke hacks. I like broke hacks. I mean, I'm a fucking. I've been smoking weed since I was 11 years old. So I've had to hack everything that I've ever had to smoke out of from the beginning. Oh, do tell. I mean, like going to. You, I used to go to Home Depot and find different nuts and bolts to put together the most elaborate bowls that I could ever make. Nice. And I'd use them one time and then I'd unscrew them and throw them away because I didn't want my parents to find them or something. Yeah. And then, I mean, everyone did the can trick when they first started smoking. Yeah, I did and that and my brother made me swear that I wouldn't do that again. Yeah, it's very, very unsafe to smoke out of aluminum. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that, kids. Um, There's yeah. so many There's other so things. many options now. <laughs> oh, God. So many other options. My friend tried to make a hitter with a pen. I was like, I don't, th I don't think that's a good idea. This isn't a good idea. <laughs> so, I mean, I, so I can tell you right now I've done that. So I've taken a pen, like a plastic pen, and then I've taken the metal eraser part off of a pencil and stuck that into wow. the end of the pen so that I wasn't smoking the plastic. Yeah. But, I mean, I was smoking the plastic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not only that, but the the metal tip of the eraser is aluminum as well, yeah. which is yeah. also very not good for you. Very not good for you. Yes. 
we made as uh, I smoke a cigarette. But yeah, yeah, whatever. We yeah. made a um, bong out of a Pringles can, which is crazy. It doesn't last long. No, I mean, I feel like it would. It gets wet. The cardboard right. eventually yeah, is soggy. It's, it's gone. Yeah, it's fucking gross. I think the the most innovative one I've ever seen is I've seen a gravity bong be made out of the a Hinkley Springs mm-hmm. bottle. They had like a gram bowl from one of their bongs, and they had a garbage can full of water, mm-hmm. and then they took a gas mask from somewhere else and <laughs> connected it to said gravity <laughs> bong, and that was a very intense hit. That, I, remember I that bet. One. I still remember that. That was in high school. That was when I was like 17 years old, so I still remember that. <laughs> I love white people, man. They get so creative with weed. Like, it is... It is amazing. Timmy knows what I'm about to say. <laughs> it really is. Like, it wasn't... Like, when I showed some of my black homies that, hey, you could just get, like, a glass piece and not smoke blunts every day. Yeah. Like, you know, and... And that'll that, stretch out your weed for a while. <laughs> and then I showed it to them, and it was like... It was like discovering fire. Like... <laughs> See, I think that's where, like, I mean, I know that's where everybody in my neighborhood started was glass bowls and, like, throwaway pieces because, you know, yeah. your parents and stuff like yeah. that. And, but yeah, that's crazy to me. I don't know. I I graduated to blunts. I mean, my 18th birthday, I rolled an 8.2 gram blunt. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That was a, that was a fun one. Yeah. Oh, me and my that. friends. That was the one time that I allowed people to tap out. <laughs> Tim, didn't we have someone who came over that had like a, like they tried to do the the cross, the cross joint? Yeah. I've done those before. I've, I've do made you remember those who before. that was? The Mayor McCheese. It might have been. Tim, uh, I mean, I won't name any names, but Tim here had a what was it, eight foot? Eight. All right. So it was like when it was all said and done, it was like eight and a half feet. A bong? bong? Yeah, it was a glass yeah. bong. How, so, I'm a, what's interesting story is my first time I ever smoked was 11 years old out of like a six foot bong. My mom yeah. had to light it for me. Did you have to have? I mean, yeah, you have to have. This was definitely. It was a two person. It was a two man operation. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. Essentially, what happened is a good friend of mine worked at a gas station, and the lighting for like around the gas station it was eight foot long, uh, fluorescent tube lights. Okay. And then they had a glass like shield that went over them yeah and he had to go out and clean them and he was like oh you know it would would be crazy <laughs> so he brought it over and we we put a little like plastic fishbowl at the end and then concocted but we had hash marks on it for every foot so like if you yeah. you know only wanted to do a few feet you could it was it was ridiculous yeah looking back on it it was a, a huge waste and, there was a uh, poem about it on the wall. It was ridiculous. I mean, but that's pretty awesome. Yeah. We had to clean it once. My parents were gone, and we had to clean it once. And it literally consisted of, like, one person hanging out of a window on the top floor, <laughs> holding it, while the other person was outside with a hose, kind of, like, spraying. Uh, yeah, it was a, ridiculous. a whole ordeal. Not worth it. What happened to it? Uh, I want to say it broke, but it was probably more likely that dad threw it away. <laughs> After he used it, he's like, oh, he tried to. I'm sure, but he had but to it ask was somebody. Just him. Yeah, yeah, he had to ask somebody else. He's he like, packed he the bowl and he's like, "Fuck!" I he can't lit ask a, my children. He lit a match and held it with his big toe. <laughs> Our dad's a big guy. I mean, I guess you could light a match and like run up to the top of it, and it'd probably stay lit like a real match. Yeah, maybe. 
It would, that would be difficult. Yeah. But I'd like to see someone try, honestly. <laughs> Did anyone clear it, Tim? Uh, I, well, the thing is, it would take one whole breath to fill it up as much as you wanted. Mm. And then, yeah, it's you, physically impossible to right. get the air out of the eight foot bong. Yeah. And then you would have to take a breather and then you would clear it. But I haven't met a bong I can't clear, though. Yeah, I had cleared it once or twice. Uh, it seemed like anyone who didn't smoke cigarettes had a better chance. Yeah. I would like to meet this eight foot bong. Well, rest in peace, eight yeah. foot bong. Yeah. <laughs> His name was God. His name was God. And God is dead. God is dead. That's true. What are we? What? What? <laughs> Never mind. We were talking about bro packs. Bro packs. We yeah. I told you, memory of a fucking goldfish. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, yeah that is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you say it like that? No Why are you getting sassy over I'm there? Not sassy. Don't get sassy. All right. I'm sorry. I love you. It's been a long week. Yeah, it has. This has been a really long ass week. Do we yeah. do 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 we have any uh, uh tea this week? Mm, <laughs> uh okay. I mean, do we have any bad ev- No, we, we didn't get any bad advice. Okay, either. so you don't have no tea. Well, I could just uh bitch. Okay. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> okay. Wrong people would see it. I would get in trouble. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I would get in trouble. Don't. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'll talk to you about it later. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, we're, I'm going to hop into KB's PSA. Okay. Because uh, are we coming up on the one hour mark? Uh, yeah, you're at 45 minutes. All yes. right. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to do a quick uh, PSA. Uh, <laughs> is <laughs> How do I say this? All right. Your worth is more than Instagram likes, Facebook likes, any of that shit, right? We can all agree that your worth is more than that. Definitely. Most certainly. So, people out there, why why are y'all doing and saying and creating stupid shit for the sake of likes? Who's not hugging you? Someone, someone needs to be hugged. I mean, who's paying you to do this? Nobody. Nobody. That's what I'm saying. So what is it worth? It's worth nothing. Facebook likes. That's what like, but the, hasn't it been, hasn't it been proven though that Facebook likes release serotonin? So it's like a drug. Oh yeah. I don't know. Is that? Is that true? I'm, I actually am almost certain that that is a fact. And not only that, but I mean, I, the way that um, the way that alerts are made on iPhones are actually meant to bring on anxiety. Like they're meant to like jerk you up too. So it's it's almost like a an adrenaline rush and then the serotonin release for people. It's what crazy the fuck? to me. Wow, this explains so much. Yeah. So all y'all serotonin junkies, <laughs> you can find it elsewhere. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think that uh, fucking up your integrity and dignity in what little amount of self-respect that you actually have is is worth the likes. 
no. and, and emojis on an app that is not real life. <laughs> that could disappear tomorrow. Yeah. That could be gone. That app could be sucked up by another company and gone tomorrow. True. And then what? Nothing. And then how are you going to get your rocks off? Like that, it makes no sense to me now. You I gotta, mean, you gotta lie for likes and in, in person now. Yeah. Stop lying for likes too. Stop that. That's gross. That is really gross. You know, like, and it's like when it's blatantly obvious that someone's just like lying through their fucking teeth on their Facebook posts. It's like. I always do. I I will go like if it's somebody that I know that's posting shit that's lying, I'll go and look at the likes to see like who has been liking it. And when I see that it's not, like, my group of people, I'm like, okay, good. Everybody knows that this is bullshit. Everybody knows what's up. Yeah. It's, like, complete strangers liking the shit or, like, people that don't yeah, know Yeah, people bullshit. scrolling through yeah. and just liking for no reason. Right, right, yeah. right, right. I'm just saying this. I really mean it as a PSA, though. Find your self-worth in something else. Something that is, like, actually, like, healthy and produces something for beyond just... Let's the, go outside and play. I mean, the most connect, that, the most connected people in the world are like so disconnected from people. Like they are. On, I see so many times where people at dinner or something like that, and everybody's on their phone yeah. instead of just yeah. talking to the people that are in front of them. Yeah, it doesn't make. It's crazy. I don't know, but that's what technology has brought us. I know it's it's. Incredibly, as we're on technology i know like sitting here in front of my laptop and my ipad yeah but this is this is like this is us doing like what we love this is not uh there's there's value to this because we're telling you you have value to yourself yeah please don't make me smack you okay (laughs) don't go do something worthwhile with yourself something positive Something that will you can people will want to remember you for. Do what makes you happy. Yes. And let me tell you, there is never a time where you're like, I want to do something that makes me happy. Let me scroll through Facebook and you not see something that pisses you off. Exactly. Exactly. I've been unfollowing all the people that piss me off. And even that is not like, yeah. So, yeah, maybe like I should get the fuck off my phone and engage in the real world. I went to the park. Uh, yeah. This weekend, yeah, I went to this place called Banana Split in Aurora and, and got some ice cream. Mm. And uh, me, and, me and Kira and Nelly, shout out to Nelly Bob. Ayo. <laughs> we have consecutively shouted out Nelly Bob every, every episode. episode. Um, well, he might be watching right now. Um, and so he's probably not. Uh, but uh, <laughs> But no, we went to the park and we were like on swings. And like the little diggy shit. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, dude, like I remember when this shit was so fun. And then thinking back to like just growing up as a kid and I was just looking around and I was like, there's not a lot of little kids out. Yeah. Of, like, I, can, I can tell you now, me and my girl and our kid are at the park every day. No technology. Except at night before he's going to bed, he can watch his tablet. That's it. We're at parks, pools, beaches, going places, doing things. Good. Not inside. Nah. I I, I think that's to to crazy park. to me. Yeah. I mean, I have videos in my phone from last week of me being on swings, like, having a great time. Yeah, it's pretty it's, damn fun. Yeah. Go get on a swing. Yeah. I did that recently. I took the kids to the park. 
We it's, had a picnic in the park. We played at the park. It was yeah, a good time. Yeah. It was a good time. Are adults allowed to play in the splash pads that they have yes, in the park? Yes, they do. And I have, and I will again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I see those. I there's was like, one right down the street so for me. <laughs> there's one right down the street from here, but there's always like kids in it. And I'm like, if I go in there, am I going to look crazy? Do I have to have I a mean, kid with me? I mean, you might look crazy, but <clears throat> who cares? Who cares? This is Joliet. Do you. You're right. Do you, boo Thank you. Just do you. All right. right. Now, we're going to get down to our uh, final segment. Uh, and is in this our signature segment here at the Happy Corner Podcast. Mm-hmm. It is, you get to pick um, your favorite, like, TV show theme song or commercial jingle or. Okay. Yeah. So, TV theme song or commercial jingle? Yeah, yeah. whatever. So I think like the um, Wonder Ball theme song. The I wonder, wonder, wonder what's in a Wonder Ball. Yeah, it's probably one of the most like catchy, most like tongue twistery ones yeah. that I can that I can remember from like my '90s nostalgia. Yeah. Um, but I think like the Salute Your Shorts TV. Yes, show, like, dude. Yes. I've been watching. I watched <laughs> all of Salute Your Shorts in like the last three weeks. I'm not even kidding. I finished I the we, last episode last we, night. Where? I will give you the website. <laughs> okay. 100. I feel like we were just singing this on the podcast recently. But Salute t- Your Shorts. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But I feel like that's got to be like one of the most iconic ones from, or like the Can't all that. Like, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. Yeah, either that or like the all that theme song. All, all, that. all that. Yeah. 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 Like that's just. It's so nostalgic, and not only that, but they just released a new Rocko's Modern Life yes. movie. Did you watch it? I have not yet, but I'm going to. Trips. Good. I loved it. Are our dear friendships. Bum, bum, bum. We hold you in our hearts. And when we think about you, it makes me want to fart. It's I hope we never part. You'd rather pay the price. Share a lifetime of the fondest memories. Make a banana sit in the old pine trees. When we think about you, this thing just and came apart. apart. <laughs> Tim choreographed the whole yeah. thing. I told, I've been watching every episode. That's I watched cool. every one. It's so good. All that, the, all that theme was um, TLC. TLC, yeah. 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 That was the shit. Yeah, that I was like also that one a good too. show too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I th- so most iconic commercial didn't really have any song though that I think I've ever seen. I still remember it to this day was two thousand five Super Bowl commercial. It was an E Trade commercial, and it was literally a monkey sitting on a stool in silence with an E Trade shirt for thirty seconds, and then cut to black and said, "We just spent three million dollars on this ad." Oh my god, <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> I think I, and you'll never forget it. Yeah, I'll never forget that. Or the GoDaddy commercial when the dude makes the like nerd dude makes out with the NASCAR driver. I don't know. Super Bowl commercials are always reckless. They are reckless. Do you wanna? Do you wanna hear the all that theme song? Yeah, I thought that's what you were pulling up. That's what I was doing. I just I'm trying to make sure it's not the new one, and that you know that's that's an ad so. 
Go fuck yourself. Right. Yeah, that's it. Click watch. Ready yet? Get set. It's all that. Mind, so so that, and then we do it all the time. Low in the chair, and just don't go nowhere. It's all of that. It's all of that. We all of that. We're gonna run. This shit was hard. Yeah. <laughs> They were jumping on trampolines yeah. and shit, yeah. like, at the camera. Yep. Seen and tell. Yeah. Oh, man. Welcome to Good Burger. Home of the Good Burger. I remember, Can I take your order? I remember watching that, like, as a child on a cruise ship with my parents. Wow. One night. Like, that was... Whatever, anything, Like, when I was, like, seven years old, it was probably yeah. just to shut us up. Like, here... My mom used to let me watch all that in her bed on her TV for some reason. Something must have been on, like, for the older kids or whatever in the living room, but she let me watch that. I miss Saturday morning cartoons and stuff. Those are the days. Yeah, right. Those are good things. like, Doug. Oh, yeah. Patty Manning. Skeeter. Skeet, skeet. I just saw <laughs> Little did he know his name would become such a such a weird song. <laughs> oh, skeet. Skeet, skeet. Hey, That's skeet. Like, oh, come on. Yeah, that was... That was the sh- Someone uh, who told me yesterday, John Torres, said that they made like a reboot of uh, Rocco's Modern yeah, Life. A movie. It's yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. Where he's like in space for 20 years and comes back in the 20th century and tries to get his favorite TV show back on the air. Mm, mm-hmm. That's like what he's trying to do. That's what I, I have to what I read out. in the description. I have not watched it yet, though. I was watching The Family before I came here. Mm. That new messed up documentary about the religious group that runs the country. Oh, God. Yeah. It's okay. I would probably watch it. Yes, I'm a conspiracy is it, theorist. So well, is it in, is it infuriating? Um, because I'll only slightly, watch it if it makes me mad. Slightly. Okay. Um, it all depends on. Well, I mean, it's, it all depends on like how liberal you are uh-huh. on like the level of anger that you'll feel because it's all conservative side like Jesus Bible thumping shit. I I would probably get really mad. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. how like this mafia like group is basically running the politicians in the united states okay it's gonna take him anyways i'm i i really thought you were gonna say your word kb i'm gonna be honest what word so too so i i I... specifically gave you the word fuck shit like one word fuck shit and you were really close to saying it but you didn't say it i was gonna say i said lit because i was like when i light this joint i feel like midway through somebody's gonna say it and i feel like it would have been KB. It would have either been you or me. Yeah. And I had to hold back saying it because I wanted you to say it instead. Oh, you could have said it. I know. She wouldn't have known it. I know. Whatever. It's fine. You can take your shots. You want to take your shots? Not really. You don't have to. I'm not going to take them. Okay. I haven't eaten anything. Oh, okay. We have snacks after this. We got snacks on snacks on snacks. Snacks on dick. But yeah, uh, where, where can people find you? 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram at profbuds, P-R-O-F underscore B-U-D-Z. Uh, Twitter at D-R-B-U-D-Z, Dr. Buds, which is my older name, but... Since Are you I a doctor not, and a professor? So since I am not a doctor, um, I decided to change my name to professor because my ultimate goal in what I do is to get an honorary doctorate from somewhere so I can actually teach at a school. So I okay. like that's my ultimate goal is to be a teacher of like treatment with cannabis or trying to... I uh, have faith in you. Yeah. That's You're like very the, knowledgeable in uh, what you do. So. That, is, that is the ultimate goal, so... That's why I changed it to professor. It just seems more in line, and also uh, I have some ideas for some shows down the road that kind of go in line with that that nice. theme. Uh, I also have like a review review blog for products from across the country, cannabis products from across the country. That is talking cannabis with Mickey. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Facebook. I'm also Doctor Buds too. Doctor Buds. Doctor Buds. That's awesome. Well, yeah, we're gonna put up the stuff for people to. Um, be able to nominate you yes um on the happy corner page so definitely check that out kb you got shows coming um yeah uh august 30th i'm at second city cool um and i got some other stuff but i can't remember right now but i got some other shit coming up just uh check me out instagram k marion comedy um and then facebook kimberly marion cool and then (coughs) make sure you oh go ahead Oh, I got a couple shows coming up. <coughs> I'll be at the Comedy Shrine this Thursday, closing out Game of Microphones. And then uh, next Thursday, I will be at uh, Faux Pas, which you've done that show, right? Where is that? Forest Park? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's on the 22nd, if you want to go to that. And then by the time um, we see you guys again, I'm sure that we'll have a more updated uh, list of shows to go to. Yeah. But that's that. But like KB was about to say, make sure you... Uh, Follow us on Twitter, like us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, subscribe to the Happy Corner on Spotify, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your fucking podcast at, right? Right, yo. Anything else? That is it. Have a great one, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Love Bye. you. Oh, I should probably have theme music, huh? Yeah. No? Do you want that? Okay. Yeah. That's what Too they bad. want. Too bad. That's what they you really, really it. want. You can't have it. That's what they want. They really, really want. Right?